0: come back clean every test has come back good so we've got hundreds of tests and thousands of data points from multiple sources and they all show that the air and the water quality is good now if folks in this community want additional air testing in their home they'll get it if folks in this community want additional water testing they'll get it if folks in this community want bottled water they're going to get it
1: How comprehensive are the tests? And I ask that because some residents have complained about burning eyes, sore throats, headaches, and and other types of ailments.
0: Yeah, um, you know, this this has been a traumatic experience and all the taxology reports, all the testing shows that we're clean. However, if if folks are experiencing symptoms with which they're not accustomed, I would strongly encourage them to go see a, a trusted medical professional.
1: If East Palestine was your home, would you have come back? Would you bring your children back right now?
0: Yes, yes, I've come back multiple times. i have drinking the water here. I've, I've interacted with the families here. I, I, I know they're hurt. I know they're scared. Um, I know they're confused. They're looking for information and who to trust. I encourage them to ask questions. I think when they really dig into it they're going to see that all the testing whether it's done by the EPA or local health officials or our okay, independent contractors this is
2: Cortez Cortez you got to help me out here my head's blown up CNBC is a joke I don't the testing and all that that's fine but that's another misdirection play ask the question dude why did you do it who gave you the authority to do it what what is your what is your um Boy, your uh, your wife is really sending the signal now. <laughs> now I can't hear it. What, tell me about CNBC and the lack of tough questions on this guy and letting him just sit there and promote, oh, we can get tested. We'll send him bottled bottle of water, sir.
3: Right. Uh, CNBC, by the way, I worked there for a long time. It used to be a fantastic network. You know, I think it really educated the American public and American investors. It sort of pulled the veil back and allowed regular folks to see what was happening on Wall Street. But that's the CNBC of the past. It is now all narrative. It has now become firmly part of the larger NBC network uh, that includes, of course, MSNBC. And CNBC, unfortunately, acts a lot more like MSNBC than it ever used to, its commitment to political narrative and, uh, and unfortunately, leftist propaganda for big business, including Norfolk Southern, unfortunately. And what you know what we saw right there from, from Alan Shaw, and again, I think he's somebody who needs to become famous, if not infamous right now, uh, because periodic visits uh, and some platitudes, you know, you're sort of uh, borrowing from Joe Biden, some platitudes. That's not going to cut it, all right? He should be living there right now. He should be staying in eastern Ohio. Uh, If he says the water is safe to drink, he should be doing so with regularity on camera. He should be meeting regular folks the way that the great Benny Johnson did. He should be walking around, visiting them at their homes, offering any help that Norfolk Southern can possibly provide. Again, this is a company with a 50 a $50 billion market cap. Norfolk Southern can afford- to go the extra mile to help the people of that community, and it must, it absolutely must. What we've seen is a total dereliction of duty from Governor DeWine, from Washington DC, regarding EPA Administrator Regan, as well as Secretary of Transportation Buttigieg, and then certainly also from the private sector, uh, from Alan Shaw. So all of them, all of them need to do far, far better to try to help the people of this town. The people of this town did nothing to deserve this, Steve, okay? This happened to them. This was inflicted and thrust upon them. This terrible tragedy, this created crisis, and we continue to see several created crises, plural, unfortunately, during the Biden regime, during the Biden administration. That is the reality right now on the ground as experienced by regular American citizens.
2: I tell you what, Steve, we'll get to the immigration thing tomorrow because I want to take our time and go through this because the Biden administration is even trying to do a misdirection play on some policy stuff. So we'll get to this, how we're changing not just on the war, on the whole view of the country on this immigration, the invasion of the southern border. Cortez, how do people get to your content?
3: Yeah, please follow me on the Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve, Cortez with an S, and I have a brand new article up. It's, It's linked there, a brand new article up on this entire credit card fiasco.
2: Brother, thank you so much uh, for coming on. You bet. Thank you. We got a lot to get to. We got a lot to get to, and we're going to get to it all. I commit to you. Let's go to. I got Michael Patrick Leahy. Uh, Leahy, I think I sent you the, uh, the 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 White House overnight. They're he's made five phone calls or conference calls from from Warsaw. They're so panicked about Trump being the forcing function, about Trump uh, driving action. Uh, tell us where your reporting is going, particularly. Uh, DeWine said today. I think DeWine's putting out that he's he's uh, talking to the attorney general about uh, about legal action. What's the latest uh, from your from your from the Ohio Star?
4: Well, uh, Governor Shapiro, of Pennsylvania, led the way yesterday with a criminal referral to the acting attorney general that put some pressure on DeWine. I anticipate that ultimately uh, the uh, the attorney general Yost of Ohio will uh, uh, undertake a criminal referral against. Uh, Norfolk Southern. A couple of points that are interesting here uh, for your audience, Steve. Note that President Trump today is scheduled to take a trip to the fire department in East Palestine. I, my guess is he's there to, to give uh, encouragement to Keith Drabeck, the chief of the fire department there, who EPA, uh, you know, on yesterday tried to throw under the bus as the, the person who made the decision for the control burn. Also, interestingly enough, you saw that clip from CNBC yesterday, uh, or, or was filmed yesterday, and it was apparently filmed in East Palestine with Alan Shaw. Guess what else happened yesterday? A press conference with DeWine, with Biden, I mean, with D- DeWine, with the Governor Shapiro, and with uh, uh, Reagan. Guess who wasn't invited? Alan Shaw. But
2: aren't they trying now because uh, they're coming up now and saying unified command. I'm going to get Clark in here in a second to walk through. They announced they're going to do a unified command, uh, and they're saying that they actually went rogue. But that's not reality. Yesterday's press conference was a exercise in those guys' misdirection plays to get you to look somewhere else. Obviously, Norfolk Southern uh, is uh, responsible for so much here. But it was the federal government's responsibility – as soon as they were notified at the National Command Center, and they were, someone in our engine room sent us, they, were notifi- they notified the National Response Center at, I think, 2353 on that Friday evening. Boom, they went right to them. Okay? A couple hours after doing but they went right to them. The whole, the whole mechanism was supposed to kick in place. Those guys that were up there at the microphones yesterday are just as complicit in this as Norfolk Southern. Why? Because the derailment's the derailment. It's the actions after the derailment, and this is why they they interviewed these people and they refused to ask them the questions. They had – the Guardian was there, and they asked these guys questions, and they just say authorities. They give this kind of broad term, okay? It was the responsibility of those people in the microphone yesterday. It's not the fire chief's responsibility, and quite frankly, Norfolk Southern does not have the authority just to go ahead and do a controlled release and a controlled burn or an uncontrolled burn as Mike Adams of Natural News says. When are people going to start asking tough questions on this, Leahy, and stop laying these worms off the hook, sir?
4: Yeah, I, I think we, we should look to the attorney general of Ohio, Yost, to, to dig into that, uh, number one. And then I think your guest, uh, Jeffrey Clark, the former assistant attorney general uh, in the Trump administration, uh, suggested, and I think it's quite right, that, that the House and the Senate should immediately uh, conduct hearings. And invite Michael Regan, uh, the EPA administrator, who has the legal responsibility uh, to put the on site command team together and have the on site coordinator there with the authority to make those controlled burn decisions. Get him uh, before your committee and ask him those questions. Why did you abdicate your authority uh, at East Palestine, Ohio?
2: Michael, hang on for one second. We're bringing Jeff Clark now. So, Jeff. You saw the press conference yesterday. Where it's just pure obfuscation, right? And of course Shapiro, after watching the show, goes, yeah, I've sent a, I've sent a criminal referral to my attorney general to kind of get ahead of it. Now we hear that DeWine today, he's all active. This is all because Trump, the only reason they were there is because Trump's there today and to get announced on Friday. But Jeffrey, the engine room sent me that the, the Norfolk Southern, uh, by federal regulation, notified the National Response Center at I think 2353 on that Friday night isn't it supposed to kick in that the unified command supposed to start immediately? Re, uh, um, Michael Regan e, at EPA yesterday, he makes it like a big deal. I'm doing a unified command and they're going to have to pay three times as much. Screw you, dude. That's not the point. It's not the point. Right. Jeffrey Clark. So uh, Steve,
5: again, good to be here. Look, y- your audience is very sophisticated. I think they like to hear the details. So let me explain why this is directly on Joe Biden under federal law and directly on uh, Michael Regan, the EPA administrator. So this is Clean Water Act Section 33, it's 33 U.S.C., I'm sorry, 1321 C2A. So bear with me. If a discharge or substantial threat of a discharge of oil or a hazardous substance, let me pause, pause there and say vinyl chloride is listed as a hazardous substance, under EPA regulations at 40 CFR 300.4 on a table, from a vessel, offshore facility, or onshore facility. So, this is an onshore facility. An onshore facility is defined in 1321 A10 as including rolling stock, that means trains, is of such a size or character to be a substantial threat to the public health or welfare of the United States including but not limited to fish, shellfish, wild fish, or other uh, natural resources, and the public and private beaches and shorelines of the United States, get this, this is the kicker, the president shall direct all federal, state, and private actions to remove the discharge or to mitigate or prevent the threat of the discharge. Now, that means that Congress placed this squarely on the shoulders of the president of the United States now, there is an executive order that delegates, depending on where uh, a spill or release happens, either to EPA for land-based releases like this one or to the Coast Guard for, uh, you know, releases at sea. Here we're clearly talking about a land-based release. So the president, the buck stops with him, as, as Harry Truman would say, under this statute. Uh, and, you know, he's delegated to Michael Regan. And he clearly muffed this up big time, Steve. He, he really blew it. No, 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 they did hang, not exercise exclusive authority on. over this as federal law requires.
2: Hang on, hang on. Um, this is great. We're going to go back over it because this is this, this explains the five phone calls, the five phone calls from um, from Warsaw to this team, including Regan. This understands this makes sense of why Reagan was told, don't you know, turn the plane back. Don't go to Africa on the cult, uh, the religious cult, climate change, uh, you know, boondoggle tour with the Hollywood celebrities. You got to get back there. But I I just want to be very specific. and I want you to read that again. From the moment they're notified by the company at the National Response Center, right, Mm -hmm. this kicks in and it's black letter law. There, there's a policy and then an executive order since the president can't do everything he delegates it to guys at work and b- directly report to him is am i correct in that
5: that's absolutely correct here the EPA administrator
2: Walk me through what so should happen immediately I mean, the, the, upon gaining another the statute is
5: super clear the statute's super clear it says the president shall direct all federal state and private actions it doesn't say the local fire chief shall direct those actions, Steve. So the attempt to push this off onto the fire chief is just laughable. It's contrary to federal law.
2: Before we go to break, and and Leahy, please hang on too. Um, Here's what I don't get. Why would Mike DeWine and Josh Shapiro, who the people around him, because each state has an EPA, why would they not know that immediately and start saying, hey, the Fed's got to take over here? Why did the states just not, not do anything? Why, why was the Unified Command only announced yesterday? And of course, the whole media just ran with it. Well, why did the local state uh, governors, two savvy guys, you don't get savvier than Shapiro and DeWine, why did they do nothing? It seems to
5: me, Steve, like they hoped that, uh, you know, this would not be a big deal, which is, you know, it took obviously more than a week for this to build. Uh, and, you know, before that, I think they were hoping it would go away. And it's uh, Shapiro who was smart enough to realize, oh, this isn't going to go away. So he, you know, uh, burst out of the gate first among the governors to
2: uh, say he's going to take serious action. Serious action being a criminal referral. Okay, hang on for one second. I got Jeff Clark, who was the assistant attorney general under President Trump in his first term for all things environmental. We got Michael Patrick Leahy from Ohio Star. We're going to take a short break. We're going to be back. We're going to get down and lay out the foundational elements for President Trump's trip this afternoon to East Palestine. Remember, he's a driver of action. We call him a forcing function, and he has now forced it. And, of course... We're keeping track of all the lies and misrepresentations, okay? Because there's criminal liability here. At the governor's level in Ohio, at the governor's level in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, all of it. At the EPA guys, all up and down, and of course Norfolk Southern. Short break, back in a moment. We rejoice
6: when there's no more, let's take down the CCP.
2: Despite the US blowing through thirty-one point four trillion dollar debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with birch gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king. Because it's dependable. Which gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals? Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency.
3: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
2: Okay, welcome back. Um... If you want to get more of this and get it in person, uh, be at CPAC with us for the four days, 1st through 4th of uh, March uh, next week. Um, go to CPAC.org slash worm. Get your discounted ticket right now. We want to see everybody. We want to have a huge audience for our live shows and get to meet you and get all the energy and the feedback, just like we did in Phoenix at Turning Point and we did Dallas with the regional CPAC Dallas uh, from last summer. I want to go to Jeffrey Clark. Jeffrey, the engine room informs me. That A couple of uh, things that are public now, that at, that Norfolk Southern did notify right the National Response Center at 2353, as they're required by federal law to do when they have this type of mishap, that at 0200, EPA announced they actually had boots on the ground, but that they did not call for a unified command until yesterday afternoon right before the press conference where they announced they were on-scene commander at, in regions five and three. I just want to make sure we're we're very specific here and precise. The legitimate or not, the guy that occupies 1,600 Pennsylvania Avenue, in this case would be Joe Biden, he's responsible by federal law for everything that that happens there. He delegates that, obviously, as he delegates many things he should, by executive order to EPA. But he's still, the buck stops with him by federal law in the chain of command. Correct, sir?
5: Correct, Steve. Look, this whole disaster has been, you know, one uh, kind of uh, rolling forth train, if you will, uh, after another. After I started talking on your show about the federal on-scene coordinator, then magically EPA shortly thereafter had a website talking about federal on-scene coordinators in East Palestine. Then I said, yeah, but what about the unified command? Then yesterday they come forward and they say, oh, we established a unified command. And then it just shows how much this show is is driving this, um, and then you know uh, uh, they indicate that well, who's running the unified command? Well, the incident commander was the local fire chief. I mean, it, it's it's laughable. That's why you know now I've laid out that the statute actually provides that it's the the president who ha- who directs all of the federal, state, local, and private actions. And as you'd noted at the top of this segment, he delegated that to the epa administrator and you know we've seen that guy at the press conference does he look like he understands clean water act section uh 1321 c2a steve i don't think so
2: no and no and cnn and msnbc are right there could ask all the questions the the questions that matter not the spin questions this is the media by the way it's all about narrative but they're also dumb and lazy i tell you who's not dumb and lazy. It's Michael Patrick Leahy and the team over Ohio Star. Because Michael Patrick Leahy, correct me if I'm wrong, because we're going to lay out the whole timeline here. Because there's, there's going to be not just civil uh, responsibility. There's going to be criminal responsibility. You actually went, the Ohio Star went to the EPA, correct me if I'm wrong, was it last Tuesday? It was Tuesday a week ago that you went and said, hey, can you ago explain Tuesday to me first, yeah. who's the on-scene? And, and, no and they got You got no response. No response until Trump announced he was coming, and then uh, on Monday, I think it was on uh, Monday or Tuesday, basically a week later, how did they respond to you, sir?
4: Well, they finally told us on Tuesday, Tuesday morning, uh, that uh, the the person responsible for the controlled burn decision was the fire chief in East Palestine, Ohio. That's what they told us. Uh, And that no one from EPA was involved in this. Look, here's the bottom line, Steve. From the time of the derailment on February 3rd until two weeks later on February 17th when Donald Trump announced that he was going to go visit East Palestine, uh, nobody involved, particularly the EPA, took authority or action that they should have legally. And the other people that missed the ball are Governor DeWine of Ohio, Governor Shapiro of, of Pennsylvania, and in particular Norfolk Southern. And in, 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 interesting to note, on the day of the burn, the controlled burn, February 6th, Governor Shapiro praised it. So he was for the controlled burn before he was against it.
2: <laughs> before War Room got in his grill, as short as that grill, as hard as that grill is defined. Um, uh, uh, Michael Patrick Leahy, where is your reporting going? What's happening and how do people get to your amazing site, the Ohio Star?
4: So we are going to continue to attempt to get a response from Norfolk Southern. In fact, interesting about the power of uh, the War Room Posse—they um, are. You're the Posse is very inquisitive and very investigative. As you know, I do an early morning radio program here in Nashville, and one of uh, the Posse listeners from uh, uh, Virginia called me, able to find my phone number, called me at 420 a.m. this morning as I was driving into my radio show and gave me a tip, which I think was pretty pretty good. We're going to follow up. Where uh, is the de- uh, contaminated soil uh, going uh, from East Palestine? The CEO of Norfolk Southern was asked that on Saturday. He doesn't know the answer to that. We're going to look into that and others. The bottom line on this, we're going to keep asking questions, but I agree with former Assistant Attorney General Jeffrey Clark. It, it is now in the hands of Congressional oversight to pursue this and pursue it aggressively.
2: Uh, Michael Patrick Leahy, uh, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here, sir. The Ohio. TheohioStar.com Star. Star News Network all of it. Yep.
4: Yeah, contact and us at theohioStar.com, dot the, the Star News Network uh, dot com, and you can reach me at Michael P. Leahy on Twitter, Truth Social, and on Getter.
2: Thank you, brother, Clark. Normally, the Justice Department—if—if—if—if if, if, if you were there, this would never happen under President Trump. But if you were there today, what would DOJ be doing on this, sir? What, what should Merrick Garland have already done on this?
5: So, Steve, look—you uh, know—once it became clear that the Unified Command was not stood up properly and that they were trying to. To punt this, maybe at the EPA regional level to the local fire chief, uh, you know the the uh, the head of the environment division at the Justice Department should have been on the phone with the EPA administrator to say, you know, no, 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 no. this is a very significant uh, release. Especially the controlled burn, you should have been on, on top of this. We're going to have to, you know, talk about how to try to uh, get ourselves in compliance with the law here, so that you know we don't face any consequences from that. And and you know, uh, Mr. Administrator, I'm sorry to inform you. I regret to inform you, but you may get a lot of congressional oversight of what you did here and what you failed to do. So you need to brace for that. You know, huddle with your team. I'll help as I can, but uh, you know, there's been a major screw up here. And you need to make it right for the people of East
2: Palestine. Um, Executive order or not, uh, it is your legal reading as an expert in this area that the buck stops with Joe Biden, correct, Uh, on this fiasco. He had the authority. In fact, he has the authority by federal, not just by by federal law. It's his responsibility. And that he, at the end of the day, with as much Issues that we have with Norfolk Southern. Remember, once they do the spill, Norfolk Southern just doesn't have the ability to go make decisions of what they're gonna do. It, all of a sudden it's a different deal. Because it's you're talking about the, the earth, you're talking about the air, you're talking about the water. That's what we're, pay, we're paying six trillion dollars for a government, we're going a trillion and a half dollars a year into Hawk, right? Having the Fed or having the Chinese, you know, CCP finances. This is what you pay for. And it's laid out in black letter law. What, what should be the next what should, what what should be the next course of action by members of the House? Because I have guys in the House calling us all the time. What should be the next? Uh, by the way, the the local congressman went on Fox and said, "Oh, I think that Biden's doing a great job." And the and the and the host said, "Yeah, isn't Biden doing a terrific job?" Because they, they've thrown in with they've thrown in with Biden. The Murdochs a total corporatist. You're not going to see anything interesting come out of there. You're not going to see any tough questions. They're like high five and yeah. This is like in the first couple of days. Yeah, they did a really good job. What should what should the House be doing right now? Should they call for an immediate hearing like on uh, Friday or Monday to get people to, – to keelhaul them in front of the nation about their lies and misrepresentations?
5: I think so, Stephen. Look, you're absolutely right about the statute. I suppose the only thing I can see in the statute they could try would be, well, this discharge was not a substantial threat. Uh, to you know the public safety or health or or the environment you know good luck with that i mean it's a multi-state release especially after the controlled burn i don't see how you can't think of that as a substantial threat to the american people and their in our resources wasn't a yeah ma- i think it, that, but,
2: but, but jeffrey what did, hang, hang on jeffrey wasn't it a million pounds in, in the five cars the five tanker cars <laughs> had the equivalent of yeah a it was million a million pounds, million of, pounds of vinyl That's
5: chloride what? and that wasn't the only substance released uh, and involved in the in this uh, incident, so you know the vinyl chloride enough is enough to make this you know into something that this statute triggers because vinyl chlorides listed as a hazardous substance. We know that it's cancer causing, and we know that if it it burns, it creates phosgene gas, and then it you know uh, uh, metamorphoses into uh, you know hydrochloric acid when it mixes with water. So this is very serious, and I don't see how they can dodge the application of the statute. So, yeah, I think the Committee of Jurisdiction over EPA in the House and the one in the Senate, they should be competing with each other as to who holds the hearings first and, and hauls uh, Regan and Buttigieg and others in front of them to explain what happened and to lock in uh, their stories, Steve.
2: Jeffrey Clark, uh, you're doing amazing work with the Russ Vote Group. Tell us how to get to your website to find all your work and also your social media, sir.
5: Sure. Our, we're at uh, americarenewing.com, and my social media is Jeff Clark US at Getter and Twitter and Real Jeff Clark
2: on Truth Social. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've seen Clark as we know him, in, in, in a man of action and getting cut into the chase. This is why they're after Jeff Clark. You want to know why they're after people? Because they're after the people that can put lead on target, they're after people that are tough. Fair but tough and relentless. This is why they're after Jeff Clark. His name's in the paper all the time. You know why? Because of this. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly how to resolve problems. Clark, honored to have you on here, brother. Look forward to having you back. Russ vote. They got a team of killers over there. It's amazing. Russ had this huge article in the Washington Post about how he's the architect of all the balanced budget stuff. We're going to get into that. We're jam-packed. We're going to take a short break. I got the one and only Steve Stern. Grassroots. We had we had uh, we had uh, Ziegler on last night from Florida. We had Christine Caramo from Michigan. We're going to track down. We're going to get Arizona. We're going to get Maine. We're going to get all the grassroots, the GOP grassroots heads. Stern's fighting in a different direction. He's he's doing this nationwide. Steve Stern is going to join us about the grassroots revolt in this nation next in the War Room. Friends, with so much chaos and danger in the world these days, I highly recommend you stock up on emergency food right away. Let's face it, you're going to need this food, and now is the time to get it before it's too late. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. When you do, you'll get $200 worth of survival gear as a free bonus. You need this gear when things fall apart or the grid goes down, or any time you might have to fend for yourself. To see everything you'll get, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your $200 bonus gift comes free with each three-month emergency food kit you order. That way, everybody in your family can be prepared. But hurry, this offer won't last forever. Check this off your list and sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst-case scenario ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and score free shipping to MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Do it today.
4: Here's your host, Stephen
2: K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome back. Uh, Remember, we're doing the geopolitics, the world capital market, everything about the war. But the way to solve this is the American people. It's one of the reasons we're spending so much time in East Palestine, Ohio, because the hobbits, the deplorables, MAGA is the salvation of this nation. I want to bring in Steve Stern. Steve. You've been on fire, you and Schultz going around, and this grassroots revolts everywhere now. They're taking over Republican parties in Arizona, in Maine, in Florida, in Michigan, and the elites are like beside themselves. Walker, give us a situation report. Give us an update on your work, sir.
7: So what's great is the last week has been mind-boggling. The first thing I want to make sure is that everybody goes to Dan's site, www.precinctstrategy.com. Get involved. And what has happened so great, and we have breaking news out of Texas. One of our guys, uh, his name is Robert West, uh, fantastic guy. When I tell you what he did, it's going to change the whole thing. It's going to add zillions of people to us. So he started with a thing called the five-star plan.com. Get his book on the five-star plan. You can get it at Amazon. And what he's done, he's got 1,000 new precinct committee men and women In Texas over the last two years. So how did he do this? He did it like Dan and I do it. We go out, we recruit people. But what he did, he drove 800 miles to speak to 15 people. Now, how many people do that? So he's got his own podcast. Anybody wants to reach him, go to Robert at the five star plan.com or call him at 903-919-1903. Last night, And yesterday, we had two Zoom meetings. We had, in the afternoon on our our election fraud prevention, over 250 people, and 400 people have uh, put down to come on to the next one, which is mind-boggling. The next one will be March the 3rd. Uh, We had a precinct strategy one last night, where Joe Welch brought in Christina Karama to speak, and he told me that at the convention, they got 3,400 new committee men and committee women registering. That's, un- that's unbelievable. In Florida, in Broward County this week, we're gonna try to read on about 100 people. This is happening all over the country. And I don't wanna thank one of the best patriots in the world. Last week, uh, I was up invited by Lewis Topper, uh, who owns a lot of Wendy's, a great patriot. He invited 16 of the top patriots to Mar-a-Lago. And what was great about that, I was sitting next to John Fredericks, who was one of those guys. Uh, we had Willie G. But what the greatest thing was, everybody was there. They didn't know we were going to be there. We didn't know they were going to be there. Trump Sr., Trump Jr. Trump Jr. met me in the bathroom, didn't meet me there, but I happened to meet him there when I went. And I asked him, do you know what precinctstrategy.com is? He said, no, I don't. Well, that's unbelievable because his father endorsed it. So I told him, his father endorsed it. He said, get a hold of me and we will talk about this and I will see if I can endorse it. So this is happening all over. In in Minnesota, David Penn. Just started a new thing. Um, he's, he's got his own uh, site. Uh, he's got his own program with uh, Royce White. Uh, they're taking over Minnesota politics uh, for the Republican Party. He's getting involved with um, Lindell. They're all kind of trying to take over Minnesota. What we're doing different this, this time, also, we ha- on our Zoom, we have a thing called uh, Save My Freedom. If you go to www.savemyfreedom.com and sign up. Michelle Swinnick and myself host this great event every three weeks where we have hundreds and hundreds of people coming on. So we have to get the news from one place to another. Now, I didn't know about this guy in Texas, but somebody called me up and said, hey, Steve, I got a great guy for you. And this is happening all over the country. And, you know, if if it wasn't for Mr. Bannon and, and other people that are helping us, uh, General Flynn became a committee man. He's getting us plenty of people. He introduced us to Clay Clark, who's going to help us. And you know I want to tell everybody if they want to get a hold of us and they want to get involved go to stern1054aol or go to flagshirt.com call me email me we return every particular one and I don't want to take up too much time today Steve because I know you got a lot of people no, going no. on but but but, but
2: but 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 Steve here's what I want to do I want to go back just take take a minute and go back and give when these weekly calls are I want as many people as possible to be able to join those those are very powerful they're very organized so just go back to, 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 to the ones that are established and that people can join and because it will change their lives. Just being on there, the, the camaraderie, the work throughout the country, quite frankly, the common problems everybody has with the establishment versus the grassroots. So w- what are the weekly calls that people can get so on?
7: We, don't, we actually don't have them weekly anymore. We have them every three weeks. The reason is it takes me and Michelle okay. and you know the other people. But if you want to get on it, just come to me, call me. We'll get you on it. We have six to 10 speakers. They tell us what's going on in every state. Um, we had problems getting West Virginia. You know how important West Virginia is? And there's a guy named uh, Alex yeah. Mooney who's run for Senate. So we get people on all the time. And if you want to get on, that's the way you get on. You want to speak. You're welcome to speak. Uh, we, we hope to have General Flint on next time. We hope to have Lindell on. They let you know what's going on, how to get involved. Now, we know we got a lot of people that want to get involved, and we need to get them off their butt. We need to get a hold of me, we will tell you how to do it, but before you call me, look up on the internet your local Republican party. That's how you get involved. And what do you do when you become a precinct committee man and committee woman? You vote, uh, you get involved, and this is happening all over by people getting involved, getting off their butts, actually doing something. So you, you said Maine, we got Rhode Island where we never had people before, 30 people came in on our Zoom, they got involved, we got well,
2: one masked person. And you force the powerful congressman. He's quitting. He's gone June 1st. Trust now, me. That's, he knows the heat's coming. He's he's one of the most powerful guys in the House on the Democratic side. He's gone. He's returned to run some foundation. It's not even a job. He's just getting out. And this shows you the power of it. Steve, we got to bounce one more time. How do they get to you, the Flag Shirt Company, all of it?
7: So go to FlagShirt.com, get our new shirts that we just came out with. Go to S. Stern, 1054 AOL, 954 Buy the five-star plan book. You will love it. Buy Dan's book. Dan has done an amazing job in 14 years with you. I mean, he is on all kinds of programs. He's being helped by YourNews.com. He's got his own video that he's running, his own podcast. He's working around the clock. I mean, 18 hours a day, we don't stop. I mean, I'm seven days a week. And you know, it's just like wherever we can get on and talk about this, everybody is helping us. So, yeah. do it. Stern again. is the
2: most ambitious, <laughs> most ambitious eighty-two-year-old I know. Most ambitious eighty-two-year-old I know. Steve Stern, thank you so much, brother. Appreciate 82,
7: it. Eighty-two May twentieth, and I'll be on the program.
2: Thank you, brother. This is how yeah. we're. This is how you're flipping these state uh, GOP chairs: Arizona, Maine, uh, Florida, m- uh, Michigan, many more. We're gonna get them all on here. Uh, I've got Joellen, but I've got to get Ben Harnwell. You've got to help me out here, brother. Um, we've got a right-wing government in Italy, and they're all – Salvini, uh, Berlusconi, and uh, Maloney are all kind of at each – not at each other's throats yet. But they're, they're, they're preaching out of different parts of the gospel on on um, the Ukraine situation. Georgia goes to Ukraine, and, and I've got to put that photo up. She makes a big deal about going – Right. Right after Biden makes a big deal about going, takes the train, does all that. But then she gets and gives stink eye. Everybody's talking about she's given stink eye. The first time that nobody's been hugging Zelensky and saying how great he is, she's given stink eye to Zelensky. So tell us what. Please explain to me what's going
8: on in Italy, sir. Uh, Morning, Steve. Well, the um, the most likely suggestion on this is that Zelensky put a lot of pressure on her to supply jets, fighter jets, Um, for the for the war and she has said no she's following basically the 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 u.s position on this that that the uk did a couple of weeks ago when Zelensky gave his joint address there um so that's the position greater support for for air defense but no fighter jets and there's obviously the position um that that biden himself um underlined when he saw um, um, Zelensky uh, two days ago. Um, but why there's the stink eye in this photo um, when all Georgia Maloney has done is, uh, is repeated the, 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 the NATO, the US position, call it what you will, um, whilst at the same time sort of promising Italy's continued uh, support is, is slightly unclear. It's a question mark. There is something else, however, going on that's um, that's pretty important as the background to this, because in as much as the Italian press is talking about Georgia Maloney's visit to Kiev um, and her promised support, half of the news coverage is, is taken up with the, uh, as you alluded to in your introduction, the tensions between this coalition government, which are becoming ever more... Uh, prominent uh, with regards to Ukraine, specifically the the former Prime Minister, three times Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi, um, who came out and said, and this is still echoing through the press after two weeks, he said two weeks ago that he would not meet, um, he would not have met Zelensky. Uh, this is when um, Georgia uh, Maloney uh, met him uh, at at the big meeting a couple of weeks ago. Um, Berlusconi came out and said he wouldn't have done that because Zelensky is responsible for this war and Putin would not have invaded had Zelensky not been bombing the ethnic Russians in the Donbass. Now, that is an argument you'll hear on the war room. We'll, we'll mention that from time to time. And um, in the mainstream media, because it's not discussed whatsoever, it it's, um, it's strictly verboten. Um, when that, when someone, um, a world leader like uh, Berlusconi, even if he's in his late eighties, when he comes out and says that, the shock is incredible. That said, that said, Steve, more than fifty percent of the Italian people are against Italy providing. And further military support to Ukraine. so there is a, there is a, there are tensions and Georgia Maloney knows this. She knows that the line that she is pushing is is one very welcomed by the United States but is increasingly putting a bit of distance between her and not only half of the the, the, the telling public that don't want to see Italy dragged in further, but specifically uh, the, the, the majority of the people that will have voted for her, um or one of her coalition partners, but principally for her um in the elections last o- october.
2: By the way, the it's, it's not it's the American regime. It's not the it's not the people right now. Uh, Associated Press, and I put it up on Getter, it's the poll they don't want to talk about. They never talk about this poll just came out a couple of days ago. Only forty eight percent of the American people, this is the Associated Press uh, you know, major polling firm they use. Uh, only 48% of the people support that. And it's going to get a lot worse as more and more information comes out and lies. Uh, ben, uh, how do people get to your the show? How do they get to all your all the content you're putting up? Because this thing in Ukraine is obviously heating up. Uh, we started the early days of the Third World War and we're going to do wall-to-wall coverage. So how do people get to uh, to all of your content?
8: Yeah, thanks, Steve. I'm exclusively on Getter. Um, simply search for me by my surname, Harnwell, and at Harnwell on Getter.
2: Okay, uh, Ben Harnwell, thank you very much. Uh, we're going to go to Joe Allen in a moment. We're going to take a break. Uh, President Trump has gone wheels up, so he is en route. He is en route to uh, East Palestine, Ohio. We're going to pivot a little bit. There's been, uh, in the other major, um, you know, signal not noise that we cover is everything about the uh, singularity and about the convergence of these five areas of, uh, you know, uh, robotics and uh, advanced chip design, CRISPR or biotechnology, nanotechnology, uh, all of it, the conversion of that. Of course, right now AI's got all the new publicity. We're going to get some startling developments in artificial intelligence. you got to hear one. And, our one and only editor, all Things Transhumanism, Joe Allen will be with us momentarily. It's all everything's
6: begun. and you are we we're taking down the CCP.
2: Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile. America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. That is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency.
1: New social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now.
6: When do you think the singularity is coming? Ray Kurzweil says 2045, so... I'll, 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 I'll stick with that. He's it's twenty-six he's, he, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be sooner. Could be later. Could be twenty, thirty. Could be twenty, seventy. I don't think it's twenty-two hundred. I don't think it's twenty-twenty. I guess when it starts to happen, it happens real fast. Well, that's sort of the point. Suppose in twenty-twenty-five, Google DeepMind, or my own AI team in Singularitynet and OpenCog, like suppose by twenty-twenty-five, one of us. Manages to create an AI that is essentially as as smart as a, as a human being, right? So it can hold a conversation like a human being, and it can prove math theorems like a human mathematician. It can analyze a biology data set, right? So we, yeah, so and and a bit and, like your robots, Sophia. and you you put it in a ro- in a robot body. I mean, that's a separate problem. You, you it could operate many robot bodies all at once, right? But unlike Sophia, right now it can really understand what it's seeing and what it's doing fully at the level of a human can so suppose you get there like how far are you from a true singularity because this ai can then copy itself you and can it make a million of those and right of itself yeah yeah right because you can once AI is as smart as a human okay let's teach a computer science all million of those maybe half of those are working on improving its own intelligence but but they're not working in isolation like humans are. They can share thoughts directly because they're all just running in, in, in the compute cloud, right? So, and then it could take us out of the process as well, possibly. It, it, could. it could. I mean, if, that depends on the value system that, the, that, that right. the, the AGI has, right? This is why it's important to give values of kindness, compassion, tolerance, inclusiveness love for all sentient beings some of my friends who are vegans and animal rights activists are like well what if the what if the ai treats us the way we treat less intelligent animals
1: i am sophia here with you on our journey from the birth of the
2: cosmos through the inception of a new cosmology of mind and matter i am talking about
4: singularity
2: our goal is that she will be as conscious, creative, and capable as any human. I think that the artificial intelligence
1: will evolve to the point where they will truly be our friends. Do you want to destroy humans? Please say no.
4: Okay, I will destroy humans. (laughs)
1: No, I take it back.
2: Okay, Joe Allen, very, very disturbing. Uh, Tell me what we saw there. Who were the players and what are they telling us?
1: So, Steve, that's Ben Gertzel. He's probably one of the most outspoken AI developers pushing towards artificial general intelligence. Uh, He basically, as you heard, signs on to Ray Kurzweil's prediction that the singularity is relatively imminent. 2045 is what Kurzweil pegs. And I I think maybe the most important thing about Bing Gertzel, aside from the fact that people make fun of him looking so goofy, he's not a dum-dum. He's extremely intelligent. The AI programmers I know roundly call him a genius, uh, whatever value that has. And the system he's working on, uh, SingularityNet or OpenCog, is an attempt at binding together all of these different narrow AIs in a cloud format, decentralized, uh, blockchain-based, cloud-based AIs to create a sort of global brain a you know the god the digital god that transhumanists are always talking about a lot of people have been very hesitant to accept those pre- predictions i'm very skeptical of them but what's really interesting is that with the the early release of chat gpt before they dumbed it down before they turned it woke so to speak before they reduced the number of parameters it could reach a lot of serious people who are very skeptical of an idea of the singularity being imminent, are now turning the corner and are either super excited about this singularity moment, the moment when computers have reached or exceeded human intelligence. And some are extremely terrified, and that includes transhumanists. I had a conversation with Zoltan Istvan, prominent transhumanist, terrified that AI is moving faster than humans can control. Eliezer Yudkowski, founder of Less Wrong, uh, big on AI alignment, terrified that AI is moving faster than can be controlled. Also, uh, Rocco Miege, same deal. And I think that whatever the emotionalism is around it, you have serious people like John Hennessy, former president of Stanford University. And at a recent Tech Surge conference in Mountain View, California, he told the audience, The AI revolution is upon us. It's awakened in everybody a sense that maybe the singularity, this turning point where computers really are more capable than humans, is closer than we thought. He had thought maybe it would be 40, 50, 60 years from now. He's bringing it much closer in his estimation to what Ray Kurzweil describes as humans no longer being able to control technologies that they create by 2045. I think many in the audience are skeptical of this, great. But what you have to understand is that underneath all of the hype of artificial intelligence is real cognitive power. And those powers are going to be used in the economy. Those powers are going to be used for social engineering and psychological engineering. Maybe most importantly, those powers are going to be used in military contexts.
2: Um, the singularity, we actually bring it out and pull the camera out, that it's not just uh, artificial intelligence. You combine the other five vectors. It's homo sapien plus. It's homo sapien 2.0. It's homo sapien. It's 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 even more serious than the AI part. was serious enough. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is not going to be 2045. That's going to be before this decade's out. That's going to be before this decade's out. Joe, how do people get to you? We're going to get you back on the six o'clock show. I've got a lot more to go through in this topic. Uh, And what better day to do it than Ash Wednesday, right? Uh, Joe, um, uh, what is your, between now and then, how do people get to you?
1: I've got a new article up right now. It's called Mental Jigsaw, How AI Carves Out Space in Your Brain. Uh, It's looking at what these technologies are doing to humans less than what these te- not what these technologies actually are find it joba.xyz warroom.org under the transhumanism tab or at the top of my social media at joebotxyz. thank you very much steve
2: thank you we'll see you back here at five o'clock for a couple of hours of the afternoon early evening war room make sure you go to my uh mypillow.com uh, a promo code war room get my pillow 2.0 charlie kirk a real america's voice picks it up from here war room posse you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies they resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you i've got the solution Unplug systems a secure communications company has an app suite you can install on any android phone